it's Evelyma and this is Things Walls Are Thin. I decided today that I wanted to talk about superstitions, you know, things that people believe that could happen. Um, I messed up this week and did one of those, which was, you know, opening the umbrella inside of a house. Yeah. Well, today... We're going to be talking about a superstition surrounding one of my favorite scary movies of all times, which is The Birds. So sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. We're going to talk about 11 bird superstition from birdspot.co.uk. Should I read this or no? read the 11 superstition that birdspot.co has sent down how about that so the first one is is crows in a churchyard are a sign of bad luck no everybody has seen a movie where they show crows and they said a churchyard i would say a churchyard um or sometimes even a graveyard Okay, so this one says, it says, in fact, seeing crows anywhere tend to bring bad luck unless you happen to find a dead crow in the road, which surprisingly will bring you good luck. Hmm. Running seconds only to black cats, crows have a very bad press when it comes to omens. And just about any creepy scenes in film, we will you will hear this background noises of crows calling and of course alfred hitchcock made a whole film about what happened when these birds attack a particularly suspenseful scene in the birds is of a murder of crows gathering quietly in a playground behind an oblivious tippy hindering tell y'all that movie's my movie and it's scary very scary <laughs> Let's continue. As far back as ancient Greece, it was believed that the arrival of a crow at a wedding reception would mean an inevitable divorce. Well, there's like a 50% chance of people getting a divorce. So you telling me 50% of these people had crows hanging out at their wedding? Anyway, and another crow superstition associated with marriage is that two crows should be released during the ceremony. If the two birds flow together, the marriage will be happy and successful. But if the two crows parted parted company then the bride and the groom too will soon be separated now you heard of releasing the doves right during wedding ceremonies even people release doves during funeral ceremonies maybe you need to find out if your marriage is going to last by releasing crows the second one is bird pooing on your head brings good luck hell no that's gross nasty ew what if that bird had covid okay although it will probably result in the worst bad hair day, hair day ever you shouldn't fret if you have the misfortune to have bird dis- deposits its droppings on your head or shoulders because this unfortunate event is actually supposed to bring good luck and even wealth there isn't a con- conscious conscious On the origin of superstition, but one idea put forward is that it's such an unlucky, yet disgusting, unlikely, yet disgusting occurrence that it's only right that something positive make up for it. 
Oops. Something positive makes up for it. Okay. So, bird shitting on your head is a good thing. Who gonna pay for my um, crescent curl? Next one is bringing peacock feathers into the house is bad luck. Now, come on, man. Y'all know I love peacocks. This is an old superstition. The even earlier version claimed that having peacock feathers in the house not only brings bad luck, but destined un any unmarried female to become an old maid. Girl! <laughs> what? Have I came in contact with any of Peacock feathers? No, I don't think so. Okay. Many actors would not allow peacock feathers to be brought onto the stage either as a prop or as part of a prop of a costume, and veteran actors and directors have recounted tales of set. sets falling down during performances that involve peacock feathers. It is thought that superstition originated in the Mediterranean where the evil eye marks are said to represent the eye of he, she, devil, Lilith, who is responsible for the unexplained death of children. By keeping peacock feathers in house, she is ever present and able to watch over your home. As beautiful as peacock feathers are, you gotta keep them out your house. Let me continue. It says, however, in India, China, and Japan, Bringing peacock feathers indoors is actually supposed to increase your good luck by providing extra eyes around the house and to protect the occupants from danger. Okay. A bird flying into the house is a sign of impending death. Lord. This sounds like the raven, right? You know the part with the raven? And a raven flew into the house and kept saying, nevermore, nevermore. Y'all know the, the Edgar Allan Poe poem. You don't know anything about Edgar Allan Poe. We can't talk, okay? There are a number of variations of this superstition. Some believe that if a bird flies into your house, it brings important news. The bird is white, then the news will be good. But if the bird is black, then it will be bad, and this could mean the death of a family member. Why black always means something bad. Another version of this superstition is that if a bird taps on your window or accidentally hits your window, that too means an immediate, imminent death in the house. Mm. Like many superstitions, it's most likely arose with our ancestors trying to make sense of the world by attributing tough texts to both mundane and unusual events. The actress Lucille Ball was so frightened of birds in the house that she refused to stay in hotels that displayed pictures of birds and tore down some very expensive Japanese silk wallpaper from her house when it because when it became apparent that the birds were incorporated into the design. She dates her fear of birds to the day her dad died shortly after a bird flew into the family's home. Mm. The next one about albatross. That was was in general. So this, I think that one was like any bird. It's not any particular bird, but uh, you know, it is unlikely to kill an albatross. Now I don't know who's going around here killing albatrosses, but maybe you should stay away from albatrosses. Um, this is one of the many sailor superstition is referred reference in Samuel Taylor's. Coleridge poems, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, published in 1798. 
Traditionally, sailors consider seeing an albatross to be a sign of good luck, probably originating from the early days of navigating when sailors thought that seeing an albatross meant land was near. Little did they know that albatrosses can live many years at sea without ever setting foot on land. Dang. In the rhyme of the ancient mariner, a sailor shoots and kills an albatross with a crossbow as punishment of the punishment the crew of the ship forced him to wear the dead bird carcass around his neck. This is where the metaphor of an albatross to mean a burden originated from. The death of the albatross brought bad luck to the ship including a lack of drinking water. Water, water everywhere, no, nor any drop to drink until eventually a ghost ship appeared and kills all the sailors. Ain't that like Davy Jones and them? That's what happened. Whatever you are doing, when you hear the first cuckoo, predicts your year. Ooh. There are lots of superstition associated with hearing the first cuckoo calling, and some of them are quite bizarre. For instance, when you see or hear your first cuckoo, you should put a stone on your head and run as fast as you can until the stone falls off. You should then return to the spot where it fell the next day and will find money under it. Ooh, I feel this one. Similar to a superstition regarding a new moon, when you hear the first cuckoo, call it is very call it is very important that you have money in your pocket. You should then take the money, turn it over, and split spin it on it. And this ritual will bring you good fortune and riches in the forthcoming year. If you happen not to have any money on you, then there will be a poor year ahead. Okay. Magpies carry a drop of the devil's blood under their tongue. I did not know there was a bird named Magpie. I, th I thought it was somebody that had pies. I don't know. You know. The magpie has an important role in the Christian myth. Biblical lore tells us that the magpie was the only bird not to enter Noah's Ark. And instead, it sat on the roof cackling as the whole world went world drowned. Another myth claimed that the magpie was the only was also the only bird not to go into full mourning at Jesus' crucifixion because it was actually the devil in disguise. These legends may be the sources of belief in Scotland that the magpie has a drop of the devil's blood under his tongue and with some believing that if you cut out the tongue of a magpie, it will be capable of human speech. Like crows, magpies are often associated with all things evil and you can read more about the superstition that surrounds magpies. And they have like a click here button, so yeah. Yes. Um, carrying a wren's feather will prevent you from drowning. Should have had that that time we went to the Smokies. This is another sailor superstition, most often associated with the Isle of Man. It appeared to have its origin to the mythical story of Chalclna, a Celtic sea goddess who seduced men with her singing and lured them to see where they drowned. Eventually, some sailors attempt to catch her, but before they were able to, she transformed into a wren and escaped. In anger, the men prayed to their gods, who ordered Klanda. What did I say? Did I say Klin, Klin, Klanda? Klikna? Klikna? Sorry. 
to appear once a year on St. Stephen's Day, taking the shape of a wren to be killed each time by human hands. Between sunrise and sunset on the day, every man and boy on the island had to hunt down as many wrens as they could, and when they managed to kill one, they could fix it to a pole decorated with leaves and ribbons. Feathers from the dead wrens will be distributed among sailor and fishermen as charms against drowning, although primarily Amongst superstition, the practice of carrying a wren's feather as protection from shipwreck and drowning has also been recorded in Devon and other coastal communities in the British Isle. Not y'all hunting down the goddess and killing her. It is unlucky to kill or harm a robin. The robin is one of the most familiar birds. So it's not no it's not surprising that there are numerous superstitions associated with species. Many of them claim that if you were to kill or injure a robin or damage its nest or steal its eggs, you'll be recipient of some form of bad luck. For an example, in rural folklore, it's said that if a landowner deliberately kills a robin, that their cow's milk will be stained with blood, and their home and farm's build, buildings will catch fire. While in Ireland, anyone who kills a robin will suffer tremors in the hands that killed it. Another variation says that if someone were to break the wings or legs of a robin, then they would break their own leg or arm as consequences. And another says that if you were to smash a robin's egg, then something precious of yours will break. If you kill a robin accidentally, then you can cancel the bad luck by giving it a proper burial. Now we are at the raven, Tony. And I would suggest to the new king of England, King Charles III, you might want to watch out for this one. If the raven leaves the Tower of London, then the crown of the kingdom will fall. If it's not known when ravens were first kept at the Tower of London, but records show that they were present at the beheading of Anne Boleyn in 1536, when even the ravens of the tower sat silent and immovable on the battlements and gazed eerily at the strange scene. One suggestion is that the birds were brought to the tower to dramatize execution due to their association with death and all things macabre. Their origins of the legends are not clear either. Charles II, girl, Charles II apparently disliked the ravens due to their droppings falling on his telescope and wanted the moon to Greenwich Observatory, which he had commissioned in 1675. In a, in a conversation with the royal astronomer, John Flamstead, these ravens must go, he said, but sire, it is very unlucky to kill a raven, replied Flamstead. If you do that, the tower will fall and you will lose your kingdom and having only just got it back. Charles, being a pragmatist, thought for a moment and said the observatory must go to Greenwich and the ravens can stay in the tower. However, Jeffrey Parnell, the official Tower of London historian, has conducted research which he believes shows that the superstition was invented much more recently after the Raven by Edgar Allan Poe was published in 1845. Victorians became fascinated with the bird and first captive birds were brought to the tower as pets for the staff. Okay. 
So, Charles, you need to be careful about them uh, ravens over there at the Tower of London. Here's another bird that y'all probably didn't know was a bird because I know some of y'all are like Amelia Bedelia. This is another one that gets a bad rep. The owl. Hearing an owl hooting is a bad omen. I ain't heard an owl in years. But they said if you hear them, it's a bad omen. Or it could be an alien according to the fourth kind. There are many superstitions and myths surrounding owls and most of them foretell bad luck. For example, it is said that if an owl perched on your roof and hoots and if you walk under a tree which contain a hooting owl, it means a relative or friend will die within a year. The superstition about the owls go back centuries. The Romans believe owls were omens of impending doom and many famous Romans include Julius Caesar, Augustus, and Agrippa supposedly had their deaths predicted by an owl. They also believed that dreaming about an owl could cause a shipwreck or robbery, while another Roman superstition said that the witches transformed into owls and sucked the blood from babies. Girl! To ward off the evil, the offending owl would be killed and his body nailed to the door of the affected house. There are also some rather specific owl superstitions related to its hoot. In Wells, there's a belief that if the owl hoots here heard among houses, that an unmarried girl has lost her virginity. Whoa. Well, you know, there's a lot of owls hooting somewhere. While another says that if a pregnant woman hears an owl, her child will be blessed. Hmm. How you know when your child uh, hears an owl? With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my 11 superstitions. Uh, it wasn't mine, but it was by somebody else. But I hope you enjoyed my podcast about birds. That is the scariest movie. you seen the movie Birds, it is one of the scariest movies I have ever seen. And last year, it screwed me up. I can't watch the birds, okay? Because I told y'all my friend came last night, right? Okay? I can't watch it because my emotions are everywhere. Even though I ain't really been depressed or nothing. But you know, it is what it is. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. My next one, my next superstition. Let me look up what my next superstition is. Because y'all know I say these things. My next superstition is about seven years of bad luck. also do a brief history of chain letters the history of chain letters you remember them chain letters y'all get an email and somebody say if you don't do this um you'll die the next day i don't know how many times somebody done, died, done killed me because of a chain letter but long story short it didn't happen thank you guys for listening to my podcast i'll be coming back with more superstitions this is lady tiffany ma and this is these walls of then what you do in the dark will come to light be careful what kind of bird did you see in your sight. I am so outie.